If you're having paranormal issues, contact us at mwghosthunters.com. From the files of the Midwest Ghost Hunters. All right, Midwest Ghost Hunters site investigation recorder one. Oh, Dustin, right there. Something just moved behind you. Yes, it did. What the f*** was that? What happened? Something touched my ear, man. What's that? This is Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters. So last time we were here at Pythian Castle, we had it was a more and you know we've been you know we're here you know all the time uh every now and then there'll be dry spells where you don't hear much and honestly we've been in another room for you know several weeks because there was some renovations happening in this room on the flooring so now that we're back in this room which is where we were last week as well we are hearing more stuff and having more experiences than we than we really did in that in that other room maybe if we'd you know give it a more of a chance um, with a little bit longer, you know, period of time, we could have caught more in there. But I know that we heard a lot in here last week. And one of the most compelling things that I heard with my own ears, and John did too, was, and it's something we've never caught here at the Pythian Castle before. Um, everything we catch here is like a voice, a whisper, you know, the typical, you know, th- th- that kind of stuff. Uh, this one sounded more like a, this, uh, uh, last week we caught what sounded like a growl yeah. right between us. Yes, it was a growl. There's no, there's no question um, about that. I know a lot of people's ears are going to perk up and say, oh, that's a demon. Well, that's not necessarily the road we go down at all. Because if it's a demon, why is, what, what, what's it doing? Just growling and walking away? Yeah, I don't think we have demons. No, we, I don't either. Contrary to Ghost Adventures, I don't think you do either. Because we haven't seen, you know, we've never had anything. It's even, a really quiet demon if we even, have one. It's very polite. Very I mean, polite. I mean, waited until we really had a moment of space there before he even growled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's turn-taking. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt, but... Uh, but anyway, that, it was odd that we caught that because that's an, a sound we've, we've never caught before. I know a lot of people who listen to this specific type of podcast immediately jump on the demon bandwagon, but we really don't at all. It takes a whole lot. Demon train? The demon train. <laughs> it takes a whole lot for us to jump on the demon train. Actually, we've only jumped on that once, and we don't need to go down that road at all. I'm not but, even sure. If all of our listeners knew my beliefs on all of it, they'd probably like ignore everything I ever say in the future so <laughs> well just my, your- my only thought on demons is this, if there are as many demons out there as some of these ghost shows say oh yeah then the world is just oh yeah we're fucked yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell on earth yeah pretty much so yeah, yeah but demons equal downloads and that's why they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know why they do it. John's law. <laughs> that is John's law. It yes. is. Demons equal downloads. So that's what people want. I mean, people don't want to have a... Uh, just John's uh, law of demonic uh, compensation. Yeah, I mean, people don't want to do, don't want to watch a ghost show or whatever and discover it was really just but water running the, through a pipe. And boy, so does Zach, thing, like, and boy does Zach deliver on that. Everything that's ever been actually, like, gathered, evidence gathered, it's just noises that people say, oh, that sounds evil and, and bad. Like, there, uh, there is no, like, real evidence. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever seen real evidence of like something that actually was like compelling to you about like an exorcism well i that's what i was gonna say is i've been watching that netflix show uh what is that called i tried to watch the one that you mentioned before and it wasn't available anymore uh, no this is that that's that follows the real life story of an actual exorcist these, these are reenactments of stories that happened during exorcisms in in italy what is that show called i can't remember i mean if that stuff happened exactly like it shows on the reenactment it's pretty fucking scary See, but like, as soon as the internet became a thing, my, my first searches were about this stuff. Mine were UFOs. Go, well, that's what I mean, just all that. Like, UFOs was my big one, too, but also, like, unexplained sounds, paranormal stuff, uh, uh, cryptids. I went down, like, the whole rabbit hole, like, in the, in the 90s when the internet first became a thing. I've heard a lot of 
or I've seen a lot of videos. I've heard a lot of stuff and none of it, like I, I didn't believe it. I don't know. It just, none, none of it seemed credible. It was later on proven to be a hoax or many times exorcism is stuff that comes with it is like you can attribute it to like mental mental stuff. health. Yeah. A lot of times that's the what problem, it is. Which is very sad. Yeah. Like, and it is creepy sometimes, but if people are like crawling up walls into the corner and like making like demon noises, like roll a video. The problem, the problem you get into with the internet, the internet is a very much a double-edged sword. It has allowed shows like this one right here that we're doing right now. You know, 20 years ago, there was no outlet for this type of program. If you're listening to this podcast, you couldn't find something like this 20 years ago. So it's, it's cool like that. But the problem is, if you could go back to the era of broadcast television and, and when that was the king, there was a lot more scrutiny. Uh, you know, now you can just lob something out there on the internet and there has to be no truth to it at all. Well, I think that, I mean, like that's, that's good and bad, right? Right. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. It's a double-edged, double-edged sword. sword yeah. uh-huh. Well, most of those videos that pop up, whether you're on Instagram or Facebook reels or TikTok or whatever, most of those videos pop up that show, you know, videos you were never meant to see or, you know, the scariest paranormal videos ever captured. They, they were debunked 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. I don't know. The thing that we caught, that we... That we did you hear that? I did hear it. I didn't hear it. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear it. Oh, I heard that. There it was again. It was a whisper. It, I'm so yeah, it was a... Now that the jet airliner is kicking Hunter? in, you won't hear anything. Did you oh, hear? No. I, I did not hear anything. Did you... Uh, Either time. Inherit Tyler's sense of hearing? I might have, because I did not. <laughs> well, if he didn't hear get a clue. it, he has his. Oh, your headphones are on. Okay, we're no, going I truly immersed. Definitely heard the whispering. Definitely heard the whispering that time. So, like the thing I that we, whose mic that was in. The thing that we caught that time that, that we kind of have said before that we referred to as a demon. Yeah, it could have just been a, that. Not nice. It could have just been a jackass. It person. was very yeah. much not nice, but. That's kind of the way that... Where do you draw that line? I know, and that's kind of the if way. If you're going to put something in the demon category, I will go with it. If you want to put him over in that one. Or her, or uh, whatever of all the that ones was. we've done, that's that's by far the closest. And the way that the uh, you know the, the ghost hunters taps, they 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 kind of do it the same way we do. It's like it doesn't have to be you know a demon; it can just be a person who was an ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think of? You know what I like to do sometimes? I like to watch exorcism videos. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> You sent me that one. I laughed so I had to go to the parking lot. I had my. Uh, this was when Andrew was little. My son. We were at speech therapy when he was little, and you sent me that video, and I had to go to the parking lot. I was laughing so hard <laughs> because you sent your own you know, dialogue to go with it. It's like something about stab you in the fucking leg. <laughs> I don't remember. You don't, oh, my. It was the funniest. I laughed for 45 minutes, and even when I went back inside, I had to not look like an idiot <laughs> sitting there laughing about it because it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And well, you sent it to me because... It was the dumbest thing you'd ever seen up to that point as well. They're all they're all the same. It's it's either a fake, which is easy, you just roll around on the ground like a moron, <laughs> flail your arms all over the place, and roll your eyes in the back of your head. B a seizure, yeah, which is a medical emergency. Or C, it's let's see, I said fake medical. Real or no? Oh. It's not real. <laughs> I, didn't know. I was going to say a mental episode. Oh sure. 
Well, yeah, and the only one of those I've ever seen that was the least bit compelling, the person's eyes didn't roll back in their head, but they did turn black. They turned black? The whites of the eyes looked black. It could have been the video camera. I don't know, but the whole the whole eyes looked black. <laughs> I've never seen a compelling exorcism video. Well, and, and it wasn't necessarily that it was that compelling. I think every time, every time I've seen one, I'm thinking, okay, that person needs a padded room for a while. As far as, and yeah. And some medication. Overall, the video was, was absurd, but the, the one tiny piece of it was that the eyes did look black. I don't even know if I'd have noticed if they hadn't mentioned it. Maybe it was all CGI. Who the hell knows? If we hadn't been out that one night, that we, we don't have to re recount that again. But the stuff I saw that night, I just can't, I just can't throw all that out. I just can't. Well, no, I wouldn't throw it. No, no I, way. I mean, that, that's the only time where I've ever actually felt physically scared and threatened was that night. Yeah, I hate mentioning like a fight show. or flight kicked in there. I hate mentioning a show like that and then not being able to tell you what. I the think name we were is. a few steps away from like a portal to hell opening and Dracula himself <laughs> yes. walking out. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a bad night, and I, I I'll never forget that because we were sitting in my driveway and Chris is like Tyler wants to go, and I said, well, tell him he can go, he can go. I'm not going back in that house. We should have gone one more time. I don't know if we burned down. You wouldn't have been able to. Have ever made it because it burned. It, it was a while before it burned down. We. Not a whole long, a no. Weeks. Yeah, it was like, yeah. like very soon after we were there. Can we not do an investigation in a, in a week? Well, we did, we could We've have. We've been talking we just, about going to the cemetery for eight that. months. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying. But, but, but also, we weren't too gung-ho about going back. This was. Uh, we you can sit there and you'd be like, oh, I would have gone back the next day. But like, That's not what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't have. That's not what I'm, I'm, I'm saying. We had, I, I we don't had know. The, the best evidence we've ever ever had at that house right but i don't know that i would have gone we back were, in there we were new too we were pretty new even right now i don't know that i would go back in there I mean, even that now, was, I mean i would go but it would be a challenge for me because i was actually if like, that house still stood i would go today because there would have been evidence there and that's what we do is collect yeah. evidence i mean it's not like we've got proton packs there's nothing not we can do no, about yeah, any evidence there that had previously literally chased us out yeah see that was the part it wasn't anything leading up to that that was the part that was the scary part the fleeing the yeah. yeah it went from it went from nothing everything was fine to the point where you were i didn't think there was any activity in that house at all period see, but i'm not saying this but somebody who doesn't know us and gets here's our material for the first time are gonna say well it's convenient that all happened while the cameras weren't rolling it always works you know? that way i would say that almost adds credibility we almost. didn't have anything to roll it was all bagged up yeah we were like leaving we were leaving yeah I, yeah, if the house was still standing, I would probably go. I think about that. I would lot. go. I think about that a lot. I wonder if the field that it was in say, is haunted. Is it an empty lot? Can we just yeah. go walk around? It's a cow in the pasture. Lot? No, it's barbed wired in. Yeah, I don't know that you could even find it. Well, because normally when these things burn down, they leave something there. There is no evidence there was ever a house there at all. Usually, you can see a foundation or where where the resemblance of what was once a yard. Or did they or fill something. the basement in? I don't know what they did. It's gone. It's just pasture. It's like it's like it was never even there. Um, and we it's not been there. that long ago. I mean, we're not talking something that burned down in the '60s. We should go out there and try it. I was gonna say if it's just a, if it's just a plot of land. I mean, I don't. If there's something there, I don't know why it still wouldn't. It's not like yeah. things are stuck to a house. Why? Why, why would it have to? Have I drove by this place fourteen times when, one time, trying because I remember the corner that it was on. Yeah, there's a big there's a big turn there, and I remember finding the corner and being like, "Well, I remember thinking it should be right there, but that's obviously nothing's ever been there." So and it was I, a corner house. 
It was on a corner. Uh, well, left. it was just a big S curve. And then I went all the way down the other way and I came all the way back. I was like, this is 100% the right corner. But when we were there, it was there was a driveway. There was fairly nice landscaping. Yeah, the, you know that's the, all gone. It was well manicured yard. Do you now still there's have nothing. Like the address, like do you think if you googled the address, it would still pop up? I, I like, know where I know where if you it was. still have the address, that might be interesting sometimes. But to, I know where. No, where, I'm saying what I'm, we're saying is it. No, I get you. I'm just saying it would be interesting sometime to look up Google Earth and see if there's been an update and see what's. Actually, I think I do still have her phone number. Find the address, but there's no doubt about it that that because you went out there too. John went out there too. This, there's this no doubt it's the right a, spot. A really good way to prove or disprove a theory. Yeah, but I have to figure out like who owns. Do four, prob- do four problem walls is, and a roof really make a difference? The problem you're going to have getting that done is whoever was the landlord still owns it and the landlord wasn't real keen on us doing that <laughs> that was the one before. where we had he threatened like a lawsuit mm-hmm. remember we had to take all references and even external pictures of the house had to be removed because up at keep in mind we were fairly new but up to that point we didn't even fully grasp that it was a rental we mm-hmm. thought the people who contacted us were the homeowners and it wasn't until we posted all of it online that we come to find out that it was actually a rental and the renter was not very happy at all um, so for the longest time we had to go through and you know pull out any references to Willard or the family's name or anything and it just said Southwest Missouri but now that's all been put Which back I mean I don't in. really blame him and I guarantee if roll, that if you roll audio in there for 15 minutes like well, I guarantee that guy that uh, or gal or whoever owns that place now or owned it then still owns the land there and if they didn't like it you doing that they're not going to want you over there in the middle of their <laughs> well, cow I mean, pasture we could just park and open our hood and say we broke down for a minute well now we can't because you just said that <laughs> <laughs> But five minutes ago, we could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. there's, there's a way. Because it's not that far off the, off the road. It's just weird that even in the ditch, there's, not, there's no sign of there ever have been a, been a driveway there. Or anything. It's like it never was there. And it's I'm kind not of strange to, if the house burns down that you completely raise the land. Like I know. You fill it in. You get rid of the driveway. It's like, very unusual. It's very, very unusual. spend money on that. Especially if you're right. someone who's been renting, you know, a house and making, you know, money off it. Usually they're going to rebuild something. Unless you catch an EVP in that house that says burn and then the house burns. Which, yeah, which is exactly what we did. Wasn't there something with smoke too? We yeah, smelled we smoke. smelled smoke in there. Yeah, we smelled smoke inside. Yeah, because it said, and also the EVP says smells like smoke. What is that? Did you hear that? What? That, it was like, yeah, yes. I, I heard that. I did. I heard something behind yeah, us there. It was while you were talking. Didn't yeah. catch it. Um, you didn't hear that? I did not hear that one. We should do that. Do, uh, do the property. We'll, we'll figure out a way to get in there. Um, but I've said for a long time I would love to go back there and see if there's anything just, there. Just to clarify what he just said, we're going to figure out a way to get in there legally. D- yes. <laughs> Not wire cutters. Um, yeah. We'll figure, I can figure out a way to get in there. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure something out because I've said for a long time I would love to go back there and see. That's, well, that's the whole reason I drove down. I was expecting to drive around there and find at least the basement. Or the chimney. Or, or some foundation. It's, it's it gone. had a huge it chimney. It is gone. There is nothing over there at all. We have the pictures posted on the website of what it looked like after it burned. There is a massive chimney. Yeah. And uh, that's all. That's all that was left. That was and, left. Well, and the basement. You know, there's the, the, the burnt out basement is there too. The hole in the ground. Um, and wasn't there, if I remember correctly, and I might be embellishing this because it's so long ago, but wasn't there accounts of like the fire uh, firefighters' comments about yeah, it? Yeah, but they said it sounded like people screaming because it was so hot. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they actually had that fire investigated for the cause, and there was no cause. Um, it was in February when it happened, when it burned to the ground. There was no lighting. Didn't they eventually just say electrical or undetermined or undetermined. something? Yeah, there was no. Yeah, they put an undetermined cause for the for it to burn. There was no. There was no fuel. There was no ignition point. 
Man. So yeah, that was that was an interesting one. And I think can, about that like all the time. I know I said that earlier. Get on that. I'll just get like random thoughts and I'll be thinking about it. I remember exactly what it looked like on the inside. And it's I important to point out these people after their house burned down moved to Springfield and we caught the same voices in that house. Yeah. Um, we've kind of gone over that all before, but I just wanted to throw that in for any new listeners. This house, you know, after their house burned down and they moved 30 minutes away, we started catching the exact same voices inside their new house and had all kinds of weird stuff happen in that place too. Under that premise, then the area would no longer be haunted because it followed the people. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Like we've talked about this before. It's like be a good test. There will be people out there that tell you they know how that works, but they don't. Oh no, no. You mean the paranormal experts? Yeah. Yeah. They would tell you they know how that works. They know no more than any one of us sitting at this table. I don't know. We'll work on that. When we started this podcast out, we were going to start talking a little bit about, first of all, that submarine, you know, the, that... Uh, Nothing no. paranormal about that, mate. Boy. Well, no, but people are making it that way. They're saying it was hit by oh, an underwater UFO. Are. Good Lord. It was hit by an underwater UFO? Yeah. Uh, Unidentified swimming object? Uh, that, I think they call them uh, U, uh, USOs. Yeah, submerged. Yeah, unidentified submerged object. Anyway, that's stupid. But that is a launching point. <laughs> that's a launching point into what we were. I, I, I knew. I knew as soon as that happened. As soon as that sub, that submersible went missing, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be good." They wait, made wait that thing. The I don't want to dwell on something that's completely not paranormal. But they made that entire submarine out of material that's meant to be at a very low pressure atmosphere. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And, and they did out of it like several a, times in a row without they, getting it. I mean, this is made out of a Boeing, you know, seven forty seven hull. Uh, and a, and if, if you know anything about atmospheric pressure it significantly decreases the higher you go was it was like composite uh or uh, carbon, carbon fiber. fiber yeah and the lower you know below sea level you go the it's like if you imagine you know the bowling ball sitting on top of your head the deeper you go into the into the ocean the more bowling balls in your head that's the pressure i don't want to talk about this too much because it has nothing to do with our topic but like if anybody's interested in this you guys should watch the documentary about james cameron and the challenger deep and the sub that he took versus that thing that just oh, yeah. Play. The one that he had, that James Cameron had specifically engineered for that purpose. And I was going to point out Josh Gates, who does uh, a lot of, well, he used to do a bunch of paranormal shows. Now he does, um, he does, you know, he does all kinds of shows on travel and other networks. He was the first person to go down in that same submarine with the same driver who was in the, you know, in it. And I watched that episode. Yeah. And it was fine a couple times, but like even a, even, they scrap airplanes that look brand new because they've been pressurized right. and depressurized. Yeah. So the hole is not, it's not stable. the integrity decreases over yeah. time and you have to, and you have to scrap it. They've made like, I don't even know how plus. many dives, lots of dives. Yeah. At some point it was going to yeah. fail. And it's to, not give, to give you an idea, whatsoever. to give you an idea about uh, the amount of pressure on there, I, I saw somebody online who said it was the equivalent the pressure was the equivalent of taking the Empire State Building and, and setting it on top of a vehicle. Yeah, it's th that far down in the ocean. I the mean, pressure is crushing. The it's the highest point on the planet. And I sent Chris a video that showed how fast that that occurred. And Those just, implosions just just, yeah. just it was just done. It's, Even it's like big and, and if you're looking if you're looking at videos of like the the train cars imploding, that's what we were watching. Okay, that, that's just one atmospheric pressure difference. Yeah. That's nothing compared to what this would have been. Anyway, nothing was paranormal about that in particular. The only no. reason I brought up the conspiracy theory about the uh, uh, UFOs, uh, you know, having a, a T-boning it is uh, because we were going to talk a little bit about the UFO uh, article that you sent. Uh, Melissa, I don't think you got it because you hate UFOs. Yep. But we did get it. Did you want to? Okay. So do you remember about a year ago when I sent you that, that thread from that... Um, 
that message board of that supposed whistleblower. Yes. Who, who went through, it was like a six page thread. Yeah. At the time, he was just kind of written off as a crazy person, like writing whatever they want on the internet. It's fiction. They're making it up, whatever. I thought the same thing, but I still read that stuff because it's interesting. Some of it's really creative. Some of those things that those people post are better than anything that's on TV right now. Yeah. He went through and he talked about an underwater facility and he talked about how that's been here for God knows how long. And he talked about how there have been many sightings, more sightings in the water than we think of things that they can't explain. So speaking of the Titan submersible, right? The Navy knew on Sunday that thing had imploded. Yeah. They have an, uh, we have a secret underwater listening network. The United States <clears throat> Navy does have since World War II. Well, some of them aren't even secret. Some of them are for research purposes. Right. Like the that's ones that are in the middle the of international waters are definitely, they don't want you thinking. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah it's to, it's to find so, sub- submarines. The Navy already knew this thing had imploded. Th- those same sensors that picked that up have detected things moving underwater. And this is not according to me. This is like a, like a retired like Navy guy yeah. that says they've got things. We've got things going into water moving a thousand miles per hour, which is not possible, which is obviously impossible for us to do. And there ain't no sperm whale that's going a thousand miles per hour either. So there are things flying around down there well, just as, just as often as there are things flying around up there, maybe more. And there's, that's one of the videos that the military released recently. There's was a that, declassified video yeah, of skipping something along going the water, under the water and then it goes all the way under. Right. So we're, if you want to hide something on the earth, I think one of the, one of the briefings said that things are coming down from altitude is what they said from altitude and into the water. That was one of the best At episodes. Neck speeds. Yes. Well, the, the, the Tic Tac was in the water. Yep. They, that, that's where they first saw it. And was, that was, was in the water. That was one of the best episodes. Episodes of, of a paranormal witness I ever saw, and it, but it was over Lake Michigan, so it wasn't the ocean. No, but, that happens too in the Great Lakes. But this it's thing just as much there. And yeah. there were there were like multiple witnesses on a party barge that Here, saw it here's plunge my deal in now. the water. My deal with UFOs is this, and I've sent this message around to everybody. If let's let's say that all of this stuff is 100% legit, and everyone that's that's on here is telling the truth, you still have thousands of documents that are still top secret from the John F. Kennedy assassination. That happened in 1963 in Dallas. Thousands of documents that are still sealed up. We can't read them. Top secret, national security, all this stuff here. Why would you care about holding on to those documents and keeping that secret if you're going to hold press conferences that say, hey, we've got these alien things here that we can't explain. I just, to me, well, it I just think doesn't it relates make sense. To that whole thing we ta- I think we were at the podcast at the radio station that time where we talked about the uh, uh, gradual desensitizing. Yeah, you. Of the public. If you're going to disclose something that could be shocking to millions of people, you don't just throw it on them on a Friday. Like you, you trickle it. You do it over a course of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years so that it's not as shocking. Because if you say some of this stuff that we're talking about, if this retired general and this whistleblower had come out in the 50s and said this stuff, like, can you imagine? Can you imagine like the response? Yeah. But now... People are just more open to it, I think. The reason I brought up that message thread that I sent you guys a long time ago is that this whistleblower is saying the same stuff. Saying the same thing, It's yeah. the same stuff. And he's he's a confirmed guy in position of power in the military. This was just some message board post, and it is almost copy and pasted. So what, what this is whistleblower this? talking about underwater facilities. He's talking about how we don't get close to them. He's even He even said that, there have been human casualties as a result of it. Like things that we have sent things out there to fly close and they've just gone. They're, they're gone. So is this part of the explanation then behind the Bermuda Triangle? 
Is this part of the theory the there? The Bermuda Triangle is actually just like a, there's nothing to that. The statistically, like, there's no more accidents that happen there than there are anywhere else. Like it, it's just a, that's another like urban legend. So there's where no, is this base supposedly located at? Or have they oh, they didn't say that? anything about that. He didn't give specifics on it. Like, and the ocean's very large. Like we, I mean, the ocean is one of the least explored places on the planet. Well, yeah. especially yeah. the so floor. Deep. And if you're going to be making drones to send out elsewhere that's where you do it but the fact of the matter is that they have if there's if there's something that has an underwater facility that can make these kinds of crafts that can do these things it's not us thousand and it's not russia and it's not china a thousand miles per hour in the water is perplexing that's not possible because that's not even physical on our planet like whenever you're if i go to saturn i have to abide by saturn's laws of physics um you know in respect to like the gravitational did did you hear a ghost opening a pepsi no, I did. It sounded like a, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go check and see if she's here. We'll, we'll catch you up when you get back. <laughs> Ghosts love Pepsi. Well, even in the air, from the videos I've seen, they don't follow the laws of physics in in regards to inertia and drag or friction, right? Or gravity <laughs> or gravity. That's or a, just like if you put yourself in a craft and you send it hurtling a thousand miles per hour, you're dead. You're, yeah, you're, and you're then if, you, if you try, and, if you try and stop yeah. in it instantaneously from going Mach three to zero, then you're dead. So I mean, the, is the theory that there's okay? This is gonna make make it. This is gonna take something that's possibly legitimate and make it sound far fetched. I'm not meaning to, but is the theory that there's an underwater base and what we see as UFOs are unmanned. It could be. That's a very real possibility. Because one of our uh, ideas for colonizing the solar system and the galaxy would be to, because obviously these distances are so far to travel, they're way more than a human lifetime it would take to get there. Like if we sent a spaceship full of people out to the nearest star system, they'd be three, four generations born until they reached it. But if we sent a drone that could make another drone, which could make another drone and make another drone and just net it throughout the galaxy, that would be the quickest way to explore and populate it. Oh, and the big thing is, like, the thought behind that is if you have that kind of stuff, you can send those first, get things set up, and then you could then maybe at some point. Which is a nice thought. But whatever these things are, like, it's what I was saying is it can't be us, in my opinion. And that's what this guy was saying, this whistleblower said. This whistleblower said, like, it's, we don't know what they are. He he even went as far as to say that, like, um, he's not even sure they're biological. Going back to your mm-hmm. point. They're talking about like it could be AI or artificial intelligence. Does this tie into the two uh, U.S. nuclear submarines we just lost in the 1960s? The, the military really never really talked a whole lot about, like, about that. Like the Thresher and stuff? I think the most recent sub we've lost was the Thresher. And it had a problem similar to that submersible. It had an implosion event. I don't know. I don't know. These two may have imploded. I don't know. I really, I don't know. This is like during the 1960s. Yeah, I was just reading them. There's a bunch. There's a whole bunch of them. There's a whole list of submarines that were lost. Some of them nuclear. Yeah, uh, these, these are two nuclear submarines that we lost. The Scorpion was in 1968. This is the thing about the UFO thing that blows my mind is that you, you'll get a guy come out and just say, oh, what he's saying is 100% true. And it's a little, it's on the little news ticker at the bottom. So yeah. you, you're talking right. about like how, why are they talking about this? Why are they talking about this? I'm saying, I'm, I'm they're not really. You have to as, dig for it still, yeah. As much as you think they should be. If you've got a United States general saying that this whistleblower is telling the truth about underwater alien facilities how is that not front page news you're, like you're leading right. story you're absolutely right on that if you got if you've got things flying around your airspace and you don't know what they are or where they came from that's a problem well and it's not only a matter of national security that's a big thing obviously but it's also a matter of like <laughs> this is on our phone <laughs> 
It's also a matter of like going home. I'm just scrolling through Instagram. The threat of civil unrest is real. Yes. And I would like to think that people would be able to be level headed. Would you? Cool. Calm. You know? Yeah. That's not going to happen. No way. Uh, We we can't, we can't even keep our cool during a pandemic. So this is a little bit more serious. Bob Lazar said one of the things that he said that they had at area 51 when he worked there, you've probably seen it in sci-fi movies. It was a dome and you put your hand on it and it reads your fingerprints. He said, that was your entry. He's like, we had that. We used that. That was, we didn't have a little card on a lanyard. We used our fingerprints to enter certain areas. And, uh, and you know, the area, you know, the, the government all said, we have no such thing. That we don't have anything like that. Well, they found one. That's uh, how you get into Disney World. Well, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now it is. But they actually found one. And they, have you seen that video where they showed it to Bob Lazar? And he's like, that's exactly, no, yeah. he's like, that's it. That's, that's, in, that's, that's exactly the, uh, what we use. That's in the documentary. I think it's unacknowledged documentary, I believe is the one where they, yeah. And he, he says, that's the thing I drew. Yeah. That, that they said didn't exist. Yeah. There it is. And yeah, you're right. Now we use that kind of technology all the time, every day. Um everywhere to get into freaking Disney World. There's so many UFO things that come out, though. It's hard to even... We would have to do a separate podcast, like a completely separate podcast to to, get, to keep up with the amount of UFO news because there's just too much. Yeah. It's like every day, like I'm reading something new about something. That that whistleblower stuff, and that's going to be going on for a while because they're going to have congressional hearings about that. Um, there's going to be... Well, uh, wasn't it... Uh, wasn't there a local politician who... Josh even, Howley. Josh Howley, Yeah. Yeah, the first time I've ever agreed with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what, what, what was he referring... I don't remember what he was referring to. He was talking about how, like, how it is a, it's a national security threat. And, and then he, he wants was, to look into it further. He was the one requesting further. the hearings. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of them. And that's the only real thing that's been bipartisan in our country for the past Well, it should years. be. You would think, right? Because, yeah, it's a national security thing. Yeah, I would, sure. I would hope. Everybody freaked out about that little surveillance balloon. Yeah. But a, a craft defying the laws of physics in the air is, is somehow not of importance, I guess. I think the reason why it's not of importance is because they spent 40 or 50 years discrediting those type of things. That's a, that's, they they, they got egg in their them. face. Yeah. yeah. There's, you know? there's another documentary on YouTube that talks about uh, who the government actually hired to head the misinformation campaign. That's oh, the, yeah. That's I've the one that. I yeah. sent you guys. That's the one you said. Yeah, yeah, it was. You need to pull that up and but say I think the name of it. I think it's really that that good. worked. I think that that worked very, oh, very well. Worked. And that's the reason why that so much of this stuff now, people just roll their eyes at that. I mean, he did his job. That's what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to discredit. And that was literally his directions. I mean, this is, it's, it's real. It just is. Whether it's aliens or not, it's a completely different story. Yeah, but there I, is something flying is. around in our skies that is defying anything we thought was possible. I mean, when the best fighter pilots flying the most expensive machinery on the planet say they've seen something that they can't explain, I'm inclined to believe them. Well, that right there, what that sentence you just said is a big reason why this is so secretive is because, yeah. They don't let morons those, climb on $15 million jets. Those F-35s that can maneuver like anything else in the world don't hold a candle to whatever this is. Is the is the YouTube video you were talking about... Um, I put it in one of our group messages. I, I think... I, well, I found a YouTube video. It's called Getting to the Bottom of the UAP UFO Whistleblower Story. That's one... Well, yeah, I think that might be one of them. That's one... I didn't go far. I don't remember that. the one that I sent, but it was the one talking about the guy that was in well, charge of Blue Book. Dustin sent it, and then I sent it later. So there should be two links right next to each other. I'll keep looking here. I think I just sent it to you guys, and then someone posted it into our big thread, so Melissa Oh, it's the... It. Uh, it, well, there's one that Dustin sent here and then there's one that uh tyler they're the same they're the same video 
And it's a giant UFO in Texas? Yes. Okay, is that is that what you would search for on YouTube? Yeah, it'll get it. Like, that that UFO, too. This is, and this is, is a full-length episode. And why yeah. don't you put a link up to that on the uh, website yeah, if you go to mwghosthunters.com. Yeah, in the meantime, if you want to look it up just as we go here on it's a really, It's actually a really good starting-off point if you're just getting into all this. Because it kind of gives you, like, a big... Yeah, giant UFO in Texas is what you can search for, and it'll give you the full episode there. I did watch it here on my phone. It's it's pretty nuts. There's a bunch of YouTube videos from about UFOs. I think um, that uh, anybody that completely discredits UFOs, I, I don't know how you can do that anymore. I don't know how that you can sit here and say that we're the only life well, anywhere and, in the universe. Admit, I just don't think you can. You can admit there's UFOs without seeing those little green men flying. Them. Right. Sure. Like I'm not even saying that there's little green men. Because I think a lot of people don't want to go down the road of admitting there's UFOs for religious reasons. I mean, they could just as easily be unmanned drones. But right. it, but when you you said religious reasons. You did I, I didn't know that the Catholic Church is totally accepting yeah, all of this. They, they got ahead of this. The Catholic Church they years are, and years and years and years ago. I mean, the Catholic Church is who does exorcisms for right. Latin. Yeah, they're a little but, more yeah open to the paranormal. But the idea of life, life outside this earth. A lot of religions are very Earth-centric. I'd be curious oh, yeah, to like, know how the... And maybe you know... The, how, like the universe was built for us. Right. And I'd be curious to know how, how the Catholic Church reconciles it. that. They got ahead of this. They, they actually, like... And they're the ones that started talking about, like, the whole... Like, they brought up the Bible scripture verses about, like, the fallen angels... Um, but still, like, that same Bible, the entire thing is Earth-centric, that, that we're it. Yeah. Well, well, it all depends on how you interpret it. Some religions interpret the Bible verbatim what it says. This is really going to, it's going <laughs> to, I hate to be topical, but implode. Our topic? Uh, no, the world, the wor I think. Oh, you, yeah. You mean once, yes, I agree. Are you talking about once everything is known? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to crumble lots of different it's structures. Gonna, it's going to change the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you guys make fun of me saying that I don't care about UFOs, and I really don't. I don't care about talking about it, but do I believe that there is life elsewhere in the universe besides here on Earth? Of course I do. Yeah. How could you not have... I mean, yeah, just how mathematically. Can we just be it? Right. And no. it, I think that you could even, life could even be determined by bacteria or oh, something yeah, else. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that I think be, that there's... That would excite me if we found bacterium like in the sub oceans of a moon surrounding Jupiter. Or I, I'm sure I that it's thrilled. that. I'm sure we, that that's there somewhere. I thought oh, we did find a microorganism in Mars. Maybe we didn't. That's I what I was no. going to say. I thought they found no, something no. on Mars. When that no. happens, like you'll know it because it'll be, that would be the shattering. biggest news of the millennium. I mean, there's so all many, we have right now to tell us that's a thing is math. I mean, you can but, tell. I mean, they, 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 it's it's been determined 100 percent that Mars was a water planet at one point. At one point, it, it, it looked was, like yeah. Earth. So there's got to be something there. It was very similar. Fossil to Earth. of some kind. Yeah. I'm not talking about a you know a face or a pyramid. I mean, Venus is pretty similar to Earth, but it's a greenhouse hellscape. Yeah, but what I mean is like Mars is like ge geologically Mars Mars was active geologically. It had an atmosphere very similar yeah. to ours and. Mm -hmm had comparable gravity. I mean, it was really close to what we're living there, in. Right the now. gravity on Mars is very similar. It's uh, ours is 9.8 meters per second squared. I think theirs is like 9.5. The really interesting thing to me that's got me 
kind of hooked on this most recent whistleblower is the whole underwater facility thing because I never actually considered that for some reason. Well, that's a whole unex- that, that's most of our planet. Yeah, that, we that would be a great know. place to hide stuff. Yeah, yeah well, that's be, the only place to hide. Especially stuff. if you're going down to the depths that we're talking like Titanic level of depth. Yeah, and if you can travel a thousand miles an hour, you're there in a snap. And it gets deeper than that. Yeah, the Titanic's shallow. That's two and a half miles well, how, deep. How far down is the Mary Mariana Trench? Oh, how that's, far down is that? It's significant. Like the Titanic is here. That's like. Down yeah. here, like it's. Well, how, how it, far have humans made it down there? It is way deeper uh, than Everest. James Cameron has the diving record. Uh, the we, guy that made freaking Avatar. Yeah, I mean, how 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 far down is he going? I don't remember. Uh, he's gone down to at least Titanic. They, they've oh, been down. He to the really no, they've been down to the he challenge. The challenge deep. deep. Yeah, that's the deepest point on the planet. Yeah, he, the Mariana Trench. I mean, there are uh, life forms down there that we don't know anything about. Well, so, yeah, because no one's really done deep level exploration. The Titanic is so, only two. 2.5 miles right deep. and i think he the mariana like trench six or eight. the mariana trench is over seven yeah, yeah seven miles that's deep i didn't so, know yeah that. i mean if people are hiding stuff down there in facilities i mean how could we possibly even have a sub that can travel that deep? we do i mean that's that's unbelievable that's it, what i was saying earlier watch that documentary i'll send it to you about the challenger deep it's fascinating well, send, send it to me too i'll watch it well, i mean they you're in that was a serious exploration research mission now see that's what i'm interested in is the real stuff not all the bs crap that's out there. Oh, yeah? I don't know about oh, the yeah? real where, where were you at this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Turning some rods. I was. I was looking at all the pretty crystals. and Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Hey, y'all are into paranormal shit, too. So, so. <laughs> James Cameron's sub was specifically engineered for that purpose. This other one was a... a it's a, a Coke can. It's a taxi cab, yeah. With uh, operated via PlayStation controller. That, that's why I watched that documentary, because I'd seen it before, this James Cameron one. But I wanted to see it with this whole thing fresh in my mind. And, like, it's so... F- it, I'm sorry, I'm not making light of people that died. But it is very funny to compare the one that's, like... There's not even seats in it. Yeah. Compared to James... James Cameron, that the Challenger Deep, the thing they... I think that was what it was called. Like, the, the sub he took. I think they called it the Challenger Deep, honestly. I don't know. And... It's on a spaceship. It's the closest thing we... Engineering something to go down there is way harder than engineering something to go up there. Oh, yeah. Well, keeping pressure, pressure out yeah. is way easier than yes. keeping pressure in. Yeah. So it, way harder. It's really, really, really cool. Yeah, we can pressurize an airplane all the live long day, but when you start talking about that amount of weight on an object... It has to be perfect. Yeah. You got, all, you, you got the weight of all the water above, like in a square above you, plus the weight of the atmosphere above that, all pushing down on you. Yeah. You better be like in a 50 five Chevy <laughs> Dude, like take a take a tub like one of those store like a t- storage tote and fill it up with water and try and pick that shit up yeah uh, well the way that we learned you know atmospheric pressure whatever I was in atmospheric science classes is if you're standing at sea level you imagine the atmosphere is a stack of bowling balls however high you go you know the higher you go the fewer bowling balls you're gonna have pushing down on your head the further you know deeper you go the more you're gonna did i say that backwards the higher you go the less you will have yeah and then the f- deeper you go the more you'll have it's crushing pressure so yeah to use a, a discarded boeing 747 makes very little sense to me it was brand new right out of the package meant to meant to be uh, you know pressurized at a very low pressure environment a lot of those submersibles mm. are actually created and made for one dive there's a lot of them that and do this that. one would have been fine for that it it's done 20 of them 
it would have done. I sure as hell wouldn't have taken it to the Challenger Deep. Well, no, 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 no. But I'm I'm talking to the Titanic because they had made multiple trips there and been fine. Yeah, and a lot of people in the beginning made made a big deal, and it, you know, kind of, kind of is that that the, these particular passengers chose to have an excursion. They wanted an untethered excursion. They didn't want the rope tied on, you know, that's attached to the boat above. But it, with an implosion, it wouldn't have made no. any difference. You could oh. have twenty ropes. No, it wouldn't have mattered. Um, yeah, it wouldn't have made any difference. The, the really comforting thing for their families, I'm sure, is that it was very quick. Oh, Lord, yeah. It's instantaneous. Yeah, yeah you well, wouldn't at, even feel at it. At those depths, when there's an implosion event, when there's an, an amount of air that was in that submarine, like when is uh, compressed as fast as it was, it turns into a fireball. It's like an underwater explosion. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah. It's like I can't a, even imagine taking that amount of air and compressing it so fast. Yeah. It's, well, it's, even it's like, like a, a miniature black hole. Even a pinhole leak, the speed of that water that'd be coming in, it'd be like a laser. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the sad thing for the families is that there, there will be no remains. No, no. To no. take home. No, They'll, it's, it's a very bad, it's very sad, very sad deal. Well, and it's sad that the officials let it go for as long as it did. They knew on Sunday that they were gone. Yeah. But they had to do this big rescue. I think a lot of that might just be them hesitant to to say anything because they wanted to actually find debris first. It's no coincidence they waited till the oxygen supply would have been gone before they Right. Yeah. And it was like the next hour. Like it was like oxygen supply runs out 96 hours and then like an hour 100 or something it was announced. I might be off on that, but it was very close to that. So we got I don't off, know how we got off we on that. We got off on a side rant there. We'll leave that to another podcast to uh, dissect. The UFO thing, I mean, it's crazy, man. There'll be a lot more in the coming years. I think I will post that YouTube link that you sent um, up on the website, mwgocenters.com. Uh, you're right, though. In order to cover everything that's now coming out, we would have to have a separate podcast dedicated in, to nothing but that because there's so much there's so much UFO stuff coming out all the time. Just, I mean, pictures, videos, and, and even leaks like you were talking about, too. Just wait for those hearings. I'm really interested to see what happens with that because usually with a whistleblower, you don't have people he worked with backing you up yeah right and he's got like some pretty high level guys with some stars on his on their chest well and when you have the senate when you have congress looking into stuff it becomes very public i really am a firm believer that like probably within our lifetimes there will be some kind of like public public disclosure event i really hope so it's looking that way it's accelerated <laughs> for sure what a time anyway i think I at this point it might just take one more mass sighting like one more big like one. an independence day type thing well maybe not that dramatic it's but just big. something you know something above new york san francisco like something yeah. where like thousands of people see it at once and it gets kind of hard to ignore at that point we're almost there uh i will post that video that youtube video at mwgocenters.com we do have paranormal investigations coming up too we'll get into those uh uh, maybe, maybe by the next time we, you know, all gather here for the podcast, we'll have one done. Hopefully, we got a couple lined up. And more dark matter is on the way next week with Midwest Ghost Hunters from Pythian Castle in Springfield, Missouri. <laughs>